What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. I just want to get a pretty, hopefully pretty quick podcast on this morning because I'm in Austin, Texas for a Under Armour event, Under Armour photo shoot, some video coverage of um, some new shoes coming and some new apparel and things like that. So it's going to be a pretty um, full-on day. And we got here Saturday, so it's already Monday, but we actually haven't done <clears throat> any photos or videos just yet. Um, we, we got in Saturday. I ran up in Flagstaff Saturday morning, um, nine miles. It's, it's one of those days where, you know, I had to get up at six and um, get out the door sort of six thirty seven um, to get finished so that I could shower and go to the airport and stuff. Um, and And on that note, it's just, Sorry, I'm taking my trainers off. Yeah, on that note, look, guys, you days like that, like one of the really cool things I loved about the David Goggins "Can't Hurt Me" Audible was he he essentially just says when you're when you're given a schedule for the day, if your if your work day has to start at seven or eight or whatever it has to start, all that tells you is how many hours before you have to get up to get your shit done because you don't really have control. Um, so I got up on Saturday morning and, and I did nine miles and, and then we fly and then I get the Austin and although there was time where I could have ran then, um, actually I don't really know if there was, by the time we got to the hotel, um, we were, we were going for dinner and I, it was optional, but there was, uh, we actually ended up going to a Muse concert, um, and, and, and yeah, like obviously I didn't have to go to the Muse concert. So if I hadn't get up that morning, then, um, I probably could have done a run that night, but it's one of those things like there might've been something that Under Armour wanted me to do that night work related. And so a run would have been off the table. Um, and you can't be upset with Under Armour that you can't go run. You should only be upset with yourself that you didn't go and get it done that morning. Um, so that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty important thing. Um, so yeah, like Sunday, it's amazing. Like I'm really tired today and, um, I think it's a bit of the humidity and I'll touch on that in a little minute, but, um, I think it's also just like we, we flew, we traveled, we went, like I said, we went to dinner and um, much heavier meals cause we're eating out. Um, so a lot of appetizers, um, yeah, maybe I'll have to probably cut back a little bit today, like, um, just because it makes me feel pretty sluggish when I'm eating quite a lot of, like, like I guess, like, greasy and high-fat food and cheese and all this sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, so it's been it's been a pretty full couple of days, which I'm not used to, like most people. Um, I probably talk about this, like, I, I train, I, I literally train, and then I rest, and then I train again, and then I rest again. Um, whereas here, we've, like, kind of, um saturday is pretty busy with the muse concert um and then back pretty much like maybe we got back at like 10 o'clock it wasn't like a late evening um then we got up at six on sunday morning because we hammered out 15 miles um just before the day kind of gets going um and then we, I did get the nap i sort of relaxed a bit until about 1 p.m and then we went and played top golf um, Top Golf's really fun, but it's just exhausting. Um, like this is the kind of, I'm waking up today. I'm wondering why I'm tired, and it's like all this socializing. Um, and I, I just don't like. I just choose not to. Like especially in Flagstaff at altitude, I, I find it very fatiguing. And um, 
like it's 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 fun of course but I don't know I guess I choose the Olympics over fun um so yeah that was um that was yesterday and then we went for a really nice meal um place called culinary dropout I don't know if any of you guys will know that it was delicious um so yeah that was cool and then I actually got to bed pretty early last night like maybe like 10 but then you're still up at like six o'clock this morning and like I said, we went out the door there at 6.20, um, and we were doing, I just did six miles. Um, usually, obviously, anyone that follows my training or did follow my training, I, I usually do 10 um, or eight, 8 to 10 miles Monday morning, and then probably, probably 8 miles that night again. But um, it's just a bit different when you're, like the photo shoot here, we do a lot of running. Um, I, I'll probably end up covering, honestly, probably like five, six miles today. Um, just back and forward running, round the corners, up a hill, um, maybe round a loop a couple of times for video footage and photo footage. So it's important just to, I guess, be sensible. And I've I've sort of made a bit of a fuck up in the past and tried to like be stubborn and maybe do 10 miles this morning. A couple of things, it's hot, it's humid. Maybe I would have done 10 miles and then I would have been exhausted all day during the shoot. And that's unprofessional. Um <clears throat> I also like might find that I get hurt because of all the shuttle runs back and forward. Whereas if I go into it fairly low training, like yesterday, I, I usually do 16 miles in the morning, six that night. I only did the 15 um, today. So I'm already like eight miles behind what a normal Sunday and Monday would have been. Sorry, seven miles yesterday plus two this morning, nine miles behind what a normal Sunday Monday would be and it's amazing how fast that happens but one of the one of the key things here guys is look like I allow that kind of training to happen because of how good my lifestyle is because like I don't sort of put distractions in there I I don't I try not to travel as much I try not to like have commitments like Muse concerts or Top Golf when I'm up in Flagstaff like not because it's not fun or not because I don't like having fun but just because I know it's difficult to do 16 miles in the morning go to a Muse concert, play top golf, go do six miles that night, and then expect to wake up on Monday in a position to run eight miles twice a day. You know, it's that's that's a very big ask of the body. Um, so I, I just, I don't do that. Um, I try to make it as easy as possible. Um, and I know if I've like lay down and napped and watched TV or watched a series on Netflix, whatever, <clears throat> I know chances are when I, wake up again or when I stand up again to go run like my body's rested and I'm not like um yeah I'm not exerting energy and uh, I I don't think top golf and anything like this makes me a better runner in any way so that's probably why I don't focus my attention on stuff like that but I guess coming to like an Under Armour event like this like it's nice to like I said, I just did four weeks of really high mileage. Um, I think I averaged about 108 for four weeks. And so um, I think it's okay for two or three days. Actually, the next 10 days, I'm going to struggle to really put in um, serious training just because um, I have this Austin shoot. And then I leave here Wednesday. I'm back in Flagstaff for eight days. And then I fly to Europe to help Under Armour at a event in Milan. So the next, like, probably the next sort of two weeks um i'll train as much as i can but um it won't be like a lot of training and that this kind of now runs into i i tweeted about um like ditching the garmin and i actually lost my garmin i lost it twice 
um, last week. And the second, first time I lost it, I, I was probably a little bit bothered, but I didn't really care that much. Um, I just did the long run with the guys, and I know where the eight-mile turnaround is. So I didn't even have a, a watch at this point. Um, I just ran. Um, and then I just asked the guys when we got back, like, what speed did we run or whatever. Um, and then I found it on the pavement outside the house. I probably dropped it getting into the car. Um, and then I somehow lost it again. Um, I know I had it last Thursday morning because I did 10 miles. Um but I have this thing where I take my watch off all the time. And so I, I just have no idea where it is. It might, it might show up. And, um, but I don't, I don't have an issue with like, like there's nothing really wrong with wearing a garment's fine. But when I start doing things like, even like yesterday, I didn't, obviously I didn't have a garment, but I ran with, um, Emily Durgan, who's just joined Under Armour. Um, and we did 15 miles. We did seven and a half miles out, seven and a half miles back. And when we got back the seven and a half miles back, like <laughs> we did these like little circles, like like I swear to God, we ran straight round this little like like pond area. And like I think we kind of did it one and a half times to make it bleep at 15 miles. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck? Like it's an out and back. Like at what point did the garment not work? Did it not work on the way out or did it not work on the way back? And and then I kind of think like, I take my running really seriously and like I'm like I'm allowing this tool that that we all know has its days where it's not the most accurate tool in the world and that was a prime example seven and a half miles out seven and a half miles back but on the way back it was like 0.1 short or whatever and 0.1 is quite a bit like and that's like I don't know 160 meters or whatever so yeah like I think I, I get a bit caught up um trying to average certain speeds and and I think I've really lost touch with like my body and how I'm feeling and where I'm at and I like things like heart rate and speed and but at the same time like I've done in my last three marathons my average heart rate's been different in every one because of the weather probably um but I haven't ran at a specific heart rate I've I've kind of just I I know roughly what heart rate I probably can't run a marathon at, you could say. Um, but actually, like, it surprises me because I, I never in a million years thought my heart rate would anywhere be anywhere near 170 to 175 in a marathon. But usually in the last 68 miles, it's up there. Um, so what I've learned is, like, I don't, even if I was wearing the heart rate monitor in a marathon, I, I was never letting it dictate what effort I run or I just sort of ran at what felt right. And I know what feels right. Um, but I, I think I've let these gadgets kind of like dictate how fit I am or, you know, based on a certain session or, you know, like everyone has a session that they like to do. And if they hit the certain speed in a tempo, they think I'm there. But what if we just went back to you do a tempo and if you feel good and you, you felt strong and you felt full of energy and like you didn't necessarily know what speed you ran maybe that's better um maybe you maybe you actually ran let's say five minute myelin is your go-to well maybe you ran five minute myelin but you didn't quite feel like you could hold that for 13 miles now you don't even know the pace because you're not wearing a gps so you finish this tempo it's six miles you've hit five minute myelin but you know ah i think i could have felt better or i think i could have 
Um, I think in a couple of weeks' time, that's going to be where it needs to be. Well, maybe before you know it, you're averaging 455 without the watch. You're averaging faster, and it's because you didn't. If if you had a scene that it was five minute mile in that one day, that Thursday, like a month before, you might have settled. You might have thought, "Yep, that's our that's our gauge. We're there." Um, and all of a sudden, you 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 reach a higher peak because you think about how you felt and do you, did you feel like you could get fitter? Did you feel like that could go better? What could you do in training to get to that point? Um, so that's kind of one of the reasons. At the end of the day, we all know most of our loops. So like, I don't think I'm ever going to be like watch free, you know, like I think that would be silly. Um, and like I said, I don't really have an issue with like tracking speed and distance and things like this. It's just, it's just when I do stupid things like, like add on 0.1 miles or like get annoyed because like I'm struggling at a certain speed at altitude. And obviously like, I want to get far better at just listening to my body and, and doing what feels right that day. And like, if I leave the house and my first mile is eight and a half minute mileing because it's all uphill to Woody Mountain Road, you know, I, I just don't want that to annoy me. <laughs> like, so I'm going to start running for time. Like, you know, like I'm going to set, Hey, today I'm going to go for 70 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever. And, and then just run at the speed that, sorry guys, the speed that, Oh, I'm yawning. Yeah, just go at the speed that feels right. Um, and like I said, not let a watch dictate. The other, the other issue I had was um, Strava, and this is an important one because it's not for the reasons that like most people are gonna think that like I don't like Strava. Like it's not. I don't care that people can see what I'm doing. I don't feel any pressure to like train more or train better because people can see what I'm doing. Nothing like that. Um. Actually, it's just I get a little bit obsessive with like weekly, um, not necessarily weekly mileage, but like consistency. So if I've seen like, like, and in the Strava, I really like the Strava calendar. Um, I really like that it's color coordinated and I like that you can make a long run a certain color and a race a certain color and a session a certain color. And I, I, I love that. And if you don't already do that, I would advise you to do that. I, I really enjoy that. Um, that said, it's kind of, it's kind of my downfall because so the next two weeks I'm in Austin, Texas. It's it was 22 Celsius this morning. It was 85 percent humidity, I think. And 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 usually to um, keep my week consistent, like I said, today would have been like eight to 10 miles this morning and then maybe like six or eight miles tonight Um, this week. If last week, if I went 98, 105, 112, 115 for weekly miles, well, like I would normally want to do more or at least the same. Um, and actually, it just doesn't fit. I told you guys in the next two weeks, there's a lot of travel, um, different time zones, a lot of like just a lot of stresses that I don't usually have, like actual work commitments where I have to help Under Armour. And, and so like it might actually be the best thing for me ever is to just run maybe like 70 or 80 miles. But actually, I actually don't know the figure because like, for example, today I did six miles this morning, roughly 45 minutes. Um, I'm going to go see how the day goes. If we finish early or I don't have to actually run that much on the shoot, well, then I can always go run that night. I think over the next two weeks, there's going to be a lot of optional training um, whereby it'll be like, hey, let's let's get out in the morning and do at least eight miles or at least six miles, whatever, 
whatever it'll be. I've been told today's going to be a really busy day with Under Armour from like eight o'clock until six o'clock. So um, I obviously just did six this morning. Um, but that's how the next two weeks is going to kind of play out. Um, and so the reason I'm let's come back to Strava. Like I, I didn't mean to get off topic there, but coming back to Strava, like I don't want to like be annoyed at myself because it goes 98, 105. Actually, I think I go 90, 90, 98, 105, 112, 115. And that's amazing when you're sitting in Flagstaff and your only obligation is to train. Well, then it's easy to build weeks like that. But if I'm, if I'm traveling and I'm a really fucking smart guy and I'm traveling and I know it's not wise to get up at 3.30 a.m. to go for a one-hour run just so that Strava says 100 at the end of the week. Actually, that's how you get sick um, because long-haul travel and, you know, you let your immune system to go down before long-haul travel and there's people sick on the plane. And so, like, the, the optimum thing to do would be to rest that day. But as you guys all fucking know, if you're trying to hit a weekly mileage figure and Strava in particular, if you're trying to keep that consistency, you know, it's a rest that kills it. Um, so what do I do? Do I do I get pissed off looking at Strava because the rest days killed it, or do I make up for it at the end of the week? But logic would tell you you've just traveled, you're on a new time zone, you shouldn't be trying to make up for it. So that's that's where I'm at. So I I just mapped the next two weeks out in an Excel document. I pencil everything in the travel, like the Under Armour stuff, and and then I just decide I'm gonna wake up each day and I'm just gonna try to train whatever's optimum for that day and wherever I am in two weeks time well that's where I am if I've lost a bit of the fitness from the month before it's not wasted like it's not it doesn't mean that the month's training that I just did is wasted like it's still banked it still sits there and um, but I think how training works sometimes is you have to do a little MOT test is what I would sort of call it um, and so if you've done a really good month but then it's you followed it up with with not as good maybe like a month's tr- training um or maybe like a really inconsistent week and a half or an illness or a little injury i i always think you have to like do a little mot test um and i and i think that's like a 10 to two week period where you just get back to basics you you gradually build that mileage back to roughly where you feel good at everybody has a number that they know okay if i put in a few weeks at this number I feel pretty good um, and, and you put that in and then you put in maybe like a fartlek or like a little bit of a tempo and, and don't expect to feel good in it expect to feel pretty shit don't expect it to be the same speed that you were able to handle three weeks before in your really good six-week block it's not going to be like that the reason you're doing it is to get back to that point of feeling good and that's fine you need to be okay with that um so that's generally um, how I do it. So the next two weeks are probably going to be, um, look, they're not going to drop below probably like 85, 90 miles. Like it's not like um, I still did 15 yesterday. I still did six this morning. Um, we leave here on Wednesday. So I'm assuming Wednesday afternoon, I'll still do 10 or 12 miles. And then I still have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, blah, blah, blah. Um, like it's it's not like I don't have time to make up a little bit of volume I do and I'm sure I will um but it's all it's all about sensible choices if I for all it for I might wake up Wednesday morning exhausted and I might just think oh my god this Under Armour thing has took a lot out of me um 
let's get back to flag, let's do a eight mile run and, and we'll move on Thursday. Now, again, back to Strava, if I've only done six miles today, even though I'm about to run all day and I might actually end up doing like 15 today because, but you, you can't log back and forward on a photo shoot on Strava. You can, but I don't, I, I'm not that guy. Um, and so like, it's just, you, you know what I mean? I hope I'm making some sense there. I just want to make better decisions. I want, I want to wake up. I want to feel where my body's at and I, I want to make sensible decisions. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to run more. If I'm, if I'm in Flagstaff or if I'm in Belfast or if I'm in the UK in Ireland or in, sorry, in London, not the UK. And if I'm in London and I have nothing to do that day and it's a Thursday, I'll be doing 10 miles that morning and eight miles that night. I, I know what my days are. And, and I will be trying to hit like 100, 110, 120 mile a week, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not going to hit that because an app will look good if I do. I'm going to hit that if it makes sense for that day. If I don't have other commitments, if I'm not tired, if I'm feeling good, et cetera, et cetera. Does that mean I, I, I hope that makes some kind of sense. Um, I just know um it doesn't it doesn't work as well for me anymore because i don't get me wrong i love looking on strava i love seeing 10 weeks of just consistency i love seeing 10 weeks with long runs i love seeing 10 weeks like before houston above 90 miles i love that um but actually i know there's times in my career where i've i've done training for the sake of strava not to impress people but to impress myself looking at those patterns looking at those consistencies and and maybe I've got away with it in the past, but then sometimes that just creates bad habits. You know, I'm I'm about to do the long haul travel back to Europe. I'm I'm 100% resting this time. I've picked up bugs in the past, and so perhaps I did an eight mile run or a fartlek on the Tuesday morning, and then flew on the Tuesday night. It made my consistency on Strava look good, but I end up with a cold. You know, I end up with a viral infection and. And so that's where we're at. Um, I, I, it's all to do with being smart. It's not to do with hiding what I'm doing. Um, if you want to know, I did 15 miles yesterday. I probably averaged, I think we averaged about 620 per mile. Um, the last four or five miles was a little pickup for Emily around 540s. Um, that's what she told me. Um, I, I just ran. Um, I didn't really, I didn't have my GPS. I, I didn't know what speed we were running. I didn't find out till the finish. It made zero difference. Um, I just ran and I focused on how did I feel and blah, blah, blah. Maybe it was a good thing. Um, so yeah, look, sorry. Drag on a little bit there. Um, that's where my head's at. I, I definitely think it's going to help Everything I'm trying to do is to help moving forward. It's to help this idea with the Olympics. And um, none of that has changed. Um, I haven't podcast as much, but honestly, I've just been tired. Um, running, getting up to 112 and then 115. Those two weeks, I was I was tired. My legs were tired. Um, and, and yeah, like I kind of wish I could have cracked on because I was enjoying being that little bit tired. But um i have life commitments at the end of the day under armor support me and um have they've contracted me and and so if i if i can help and i can come to an event like this and um help the brand i'm 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 all for that um and i think that's how the world should work you know like i think I, it's one it's one of the really good things i listen to I, I don't know if it was a podcast or an audible um but it said we all we all shouldn't be just trying to take from the world, you know, like you should be 
we should be trying to give back. Um, and it's, it's just this idea that there's a really, like when you help people and you're not doing it for yourself, it's, um, it, it's, it's a really good feeling. Um, I also really liked if, if any of you guys watched Afterlife on Netflix, um, the line that said, happiness is so amazing. It doesn't matter if it's yours or not. Um, and when you spend a lot of time around like the Japanese kids who I just spent time around, it's, it is contagious. It's a really nice thing. So, um, yeah, look, if you're, it doesn't matter if you're in a bad mood, you know, like maybe something you say today could really impact someone else's life. So, you know, be happy, be nice to people. Um, I think it's a, it's a cool thing being nice to people and being happy and, just because you're in a bad mood doesn't mean you can't be happy to someone else, see a big smile on their face, and then all of a sudden you're not quite as in this bad mood. Because I promise you, if you do be nasty to someone just because you're in a bad mood, you're just going to feel guilty later in the day anyway. So you're better not doing that. Um, I've really tried to, um, I've really tried to be better myself. Um, I'm a, I, I was a bit of an asshole and a bit of a probably an angry person, an emotional person, and. Um, tried to be a tough guy all the time, but you know, I, I've, I've tried to be better. I know when I make mistakes and I try to apologize to people and let them know that and stuff. So yeah, look, have a good day guys. Um, a bit off topic at the end there, but happiness is contagious. Be happy and help the people around you be happy. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.